0: Welcome to the Ask an Audiologist podcast, real audiology white papers written by real audiologists and explained to you by a real audiologist and a guy who isn't. Now here are your hosts, Dr. Ali Treseder and Kevin Zener.
1: On today's episode, we are going to be talking about a rather hot button issue within the audiology community, over-the-counter hearing devices. Today's article about OTCs was brought to us by Dr. Heidi Hill from the Hearing Health Clinic in gorgeous Osseo. I think I said that right, Osseo, Minnesota. So Dr. Ali, as a doctor of audiology, I expect you to be bipartisan in your explanation of this topic. Absolutely. Or not, it's entirely up to you. But talk to us about over-the-counter hearing devices, or as we call them, OTCs.
0: I'm going to be honest. I'm actually very excited about OTCs specifically because never before has hearing healthcare been so in the media, right? Everyone's talking about it now, which is as it should be, because this is your hearing. This is healthcare. It's something that should be talked about. And so what I love about OTCs already is that it has started this conversation that's needed to be started for a long, long time. And so OTCs, like you said they're over the counter what that means is that you as the consumer can go online and you can buy a set of hearing aids that you believe are appropriate for your perceived hearing loss on your own without an audiologist or other uh, hearing healthcare professional involved
1: and and we are talking about this now because legislation was passed in the middle of 2022 and became effective in uh, about the fall of 2022 about OTCs, meaning you do not need a doctor-prescribed treatment. You can self-diagnose, which that's what it is. You kind of have to understand your element of hearing loss, what is causing the hearing loss, and then you can go to a retailer and purchase your own hearing aid or assisted listening device. But the catch is nobody gets to touch your ears, Nobody gets to perform a a hearing exam on you and you just have to kind of deal with what you purchase based on what you thought you might be suffering from.
0: Exactly. So in the process, there are a lot of unknowns or, you know, perceptions. So the big key is they are intended for uh, patients with a mild or a perceived mild hearing loss. All right. Here's the problem with that is that most people either overestimate or underestimate how much hearing loss they have. And so because it is kind of a a subjective feeling of how you're hearing, it really makes it tough to try to pick a hearing aid that really works for your hearing loss without having some sort of objective data to say, hey, this is the hearing loss I have, this is the type of hearing aid that is appropriate for my hearing.
1: When we say that it's available over the counter, that doesn't mean that other medical audiologists aren't selling them, right? But if you, essentially, it's kind of a choose your own adventure. If you think you've done enough research on your own about yourself and you want to go to someone where you can just walk up, ask for the model that you know they have, put it in a bag and walk, walk home and then put them in your ears, you can have that as an option. Or you can go to a doctor of audiology, sit down, have a consult, and they can actually perform everything and then determine whether or not an OTC is right for you or a more traditional hearing aid.
0: Exactly. And so, um, you know, as you speak with audiologists, you'll find that we kind of land all over on how we feel about this and how we're going to approach OTCs because it's, right now, it's kind of an unknown. We've never had this this piece that we have to consider in treatment. And so, you know, when I think of, you know, if a patient really wants to go the OTC route, I think at the very least, they should at least get a hearing test from an audiologist to really understand their hearing loss. Because you might remember from our last podcast, Things like earwax can Mm -hmm. cause a perceived hearing loss. And so you really want to make sure that what you are perceiving is indeed a hearing loss and it's not something caused by something in the ear.
1: Give me a couple pros, then give me a couple cons about OTCs. Because listen, I completely understand a doctor saying, I've gone to school for this. I understand this you need to come to me like you would need to go to an uh, optometrist, like you would need to go to any other doctor in their specific field. So give me a couple pros why somebody would say like, hey, I'm just going to kind of circumnavigate this and go buy my own OTC, and then give me a couple cons that come with that too.
0: Sure. So really I think the biggest pro is access to care so as an audiologist and I'm sure you'll find that most audiologists feel passionately about the fact that we got into this profession because we want to help people and specifically help people who have hearing loss now that said not everybody can have access to our services whether it be uh, where they're located or just their ability to even uh, pay for services and so for me a huge pro is going to be access to care I truly want people to have access to hearing aids. Uh, another pro is going to be the reduced stigma surrounding hearing aids. So I can't tell you how many times as an audiologist, I've had a patient in my office, whether they're 50 years old, whether they're 80 years old, and they, they look at me and they say, I'm not old enough for this. So that is something that we as audiologists have really been kind of struggling with for a long time is, is this perception that hearing aids are really only for old people and you know, Um, This the stigma that if you have to wear hearing aids, something is wrong with you or you're old. So the idea that we can see more and more hearing aids on patients and that stigma can be reduced, I mean, that's amazing because it really, again, that opens the door for more people to get treatment.
1: Totally. And so what are some cons? What are some things that people think of as good, but might ultimately long-term might, might not be the best thing for them?
0: Sure. So there are a number of cons. Um, I, I think the biggest one is going to be that you truly do not know if you have a hearing loss or how bad that hearing loss is. So the benefit of going to an audiologist is actually confirming the hearing loss. But once the hearing loss is confirmed when you get a hearing aid fit, there's actually um, a prescription that you want to fit to, right? So the way hearing loss works, especially with age, what we typically see is that hearing loss can be different depending on the pitch of the sound. So you could hear uh, low pitch sounds really well, and you can hear high pitch sounds not as well, right? And so that's actually very common of hearing loss with aging. And so with that, you want to program the hearing aid so that it's not giving you as much here in the lows, but it's giving you what you need in the highs. And so something that's concerning to me about that, when you think about speech, right? We've got consonants and vowels, right? So vowels, they're low frequency. When you hear that someone's talking, it's usually the vowels that you're hearing. But consonants, consonants are high pitch. They're what gives speech meaning. It what separa- It separates bat from cat, from fat, from sat right? And so when we typically as audiologists will fit patients with this high frequency hearing loss, a a common piece of feedback that we hear is that it feels kind of tinny. It's a little too tinny. Can we turn it down? Well, if we turn it down, we're actually completely negating the benefit that is hearing those meaningful consonant sounds. And so I think that really is is a big issue when it comes to OTCs is are you fitting to your prescription are you getting what you need to maximize your communication abilities right
1: and one of the other things that that i know that i've heard about in in the community as well is when you buy this it's yours there there is no aftercare there's nobody helping you program it if you are the patient and you are the doctor mm-hmm. and so when you when you buy it it belongs to you just like a a pair of, a pair of apple earbuds belongs to you and um, I think for a lot of people, there's this expectation of, well, hey, I'm going to save on cost, but then somebody's going to be able to help me with it. And other than somebody really handing you the box and giving you an explanation of what it does, that's the beginning and end of really any help It's all at the beginning. It's all, at the, it's all at, the, at the front of purchase.
0: You're absolutely right. And typically when on, an audiologist will fit a patient with hearing aids, there is a whole appointment dedicated to really orienting them to the hearing aids and learning what the different bits and pieces are. I mean, I often would have patients come in for their follow-ups. They've never looked at the manual and they come in and they say, Hey, what is this? How do I do this? How do I change this? Um, and so, That really is a really big con is that you have to be the doctor. And so um, we all know what happens sometimes when we get lost in the abyss of Google and we're searching for solutions to things. A lot of times we don't come up with the right answer. So um, you're right. That's a a really big con.
1: Yeah. The last time I self-diagnosed, I convinced myself I had diabetes (laughs) and really I just needed to drink more water. So sounds right. clearly what you and I are both saying, but you as the medical professional and just me as the, the idiot is saying, do your own homework, do your own research. You should still consult a medical professional. And based on what they're saying, determine whether or not OTCs are right for you. Absolutely. Thank you, Dr. Ali. Thanks, Kev. And thank you, Dr. Hill, for today's article. And to learn more about OTCs, please visit askanaudiologist.com. And for Dr. Alley and myself, thank you guys so much for listening. We will see you all next week.
0: You can find more information at askanaudiologist.com. And you can follow us on all our social channels at Ask An Audiologist. The information provided on this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only and does not substitute for professional medical advice.
1: When something is broken down in the most literal sense, even I, Kevin, can understand what it does. Your brilliance is
0: amazing.